Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrin and Swags. Whoa, whoa, gotta stop it right there. Steve ain't here. What is up, everybody? Super Flexible Podcast is here, episode 63. Two special guests tonight, but before that, got two drink minimum here, as always, holding it down with me. What's up? What up? What up, dude? I'll give you I a didn't minute. get hurt saying hello, so I'm good right now. <laughs> yeah, not yet. So we've got two... <laughs> give it time. Two guests here, two very well-known guys. You'll know them, uh, J-Mike and Gabe from the Open Bar. Um, Gabe, first-timer. To the super flexible podcast i'm gonna throw it to you first how's it going gabe mm, give me the dish thanks Easy. for being here <laughs> this is exciting Are you kidding me man I, I feel so ready that i could do a layup at the goal post that's how <laughs> ready i am and <laughs> break an ankle uh, no thank man this is my first time are you sure no <laughs> I, I think it is your first like time on the super flex just- yeah no, I know. It's just that I feel like since I have y'all on uh, open bar, you know, so often, it may, I may as well have been on super flexible. <laughs> Absolutely. But I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Holding it down with the mono. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all we're not going there, man. I, I sure the ankle's okay. <laughs> uh, J. Mike, what's up? Yer. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me again. Um, just major shout out uh, up front to Secret Agent Steve. Hope you are enjoying retirement uh, somewhere off the coast of somewhere close to two drink because I'm sure that yeah. that's where Shit, everyone goes to retire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carmen, they're all down here by me. Carmen San Diego <laughs> style up in here. He is all over the place. Yeah. No, but seriously, if he if he does retire in Jacksonville, it would be really great if he'd send some tickets our way. Uh, would love to love to come check out. Uh, the show in hashtag shoe ball. But, but uh, so yeah, those no, who don't you. know, J. Mike and Gabe do the open bar. They also recently took over the happy hour show forever. That's a permanent gig I hear. <laughs> <laughs> and we're coming for you next, all right? <laughs> Permanent, Permanently one night only. Oh, we, just, we just became guests on our own show, but we can flip it. It's cool. <laughs> Tryouts all over the Twittersphere on the podcast. Indeed. Nice. So I guess we'll jump into this. I mean, so I wasn't going to, but I feel like we should now start the show with Luke Falk. How <laughs> exciting. <laughs> This is where we I mean, are. Do we, do we have to? Do we really have to do that? Oh, boy. The Falk of Shame. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, that's awesome. <laughs> Falk in the mouth. Uh, um, so, I don't know, guys. Uh, how excited are you about Luke Falk? I mean, are they going to do something here? Or go to get a trade done? This is fresh news. So, none of us had even had time to digest this a bit. I, I'm digesting 12 straight Le'Veon Bell carries. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> they're not leaning on him whatsoever. No thanks. I don't even, not even. I know this is super flexible pod, and every quarterback has value. But my goodness, Ugh. pass on fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Then let's switch it up to the Scott Fishbowl, and will either of you three, either of you three, be putting in a waiver claim for this boy? Oof. The Falk of Shame. Are you taking have- the Falk of Shame? I have no money left because I spent it all on Brissette <laughs> <laughs> for the first week. Um, 
Can I play? Would I put a zero dollar bid on fuck? Well, it's zero dollars. Sure, I guess. I'll put a zero. And I guess, in. I guess I might. <laughs> what our timetable on Darnold is somewhere between three and seven weeks. Nice, nice, easy round numbers there to to help us along. <laughs> Super flexible. Right, I think right? with the way my somewhere season is going, I would rather let you spend the money on Luke Falk and just get all the backups to my quarterbacks. Mm. Interesting. I I, uh, I I too don't have any money because the week prior I was too busy dropping all my dimes uh, on the dime dropper himself, Gardner Minshew. Uh, so yeah, even even if I did have money, there's just no way uh, you could pay me to up Luke Falk in SFB. Uh, so so no no thank you. Uh, and, and when it comes to um, SFB rosters in general, uh, I just love to hit the uh, hit the old restart button altogether. Um, after two weeks, I'm just really not excited about what the season looks like uh, because apparently uh, Jesus is coming back. The apocalypse has hit, uh, zombie apocalypse, and everybody head for your bunkers because everyone's hurt and it's gross. Gabe, feel the same way? Yes, very similar. I, I just lost Big Ben, and I'm sure that y'all are going to bleed into this, but I'd certainly yeah. put my dollars somewhere else. Yeah, we we can stay there if you want. Um, so you got Mason Rudolph. How much are you going to bid on him? I mean, what, this is a huge <laughs> one. Like, what is this going to do to the all team? Of, all of my money. Yeah. All zero dollars. What's the word on Ben? How long is he out? He's out forever. for the season. He got it's forever. For the season. Yeah, it's he's not playing this week. And how do you feel? Uh, we'll, we'll get back to those Scott Fish bids, but, like, how do you guys feel about Juju, who has kind of underperformed already? He is sitting at wide receiver 31 currently. So I think that offense kind of perked up when Mason Rudolph came in. I mean, Ben is, you know, fine and all, but it appeared that he was bothered by that elbow going into the mm-hmm. game. So now it's kind of a clean slate. And I I don't know, like I'm willing to give Rudolph a chance and also Juju a chance. Um, we, we talk about Michael Thomas being successful without Drew Brees because he's an elite wide receiver. Can we talk about Juju in the same sense? Because we certainly draft him uh, of that stature. And I'm ready. To drink. Like- J-Mike? Yeah. Go ahead, J-Mike. No, we, we've just uh, so often we, we hear about how uh, these obviously soon to be Hall of Fame quarterbacks prop up their offenses regardless of who's in the lineups. Uh, now we get an opportunity to see just how good the bunch is around them and uh, not just how good they are, but can whomever is coming in to back these folks up one Mason Rudolph, one Teddy Bridgewater. um, If, if they can to some degree bounce back, because we're looking at two different offenses in that we were already really nervous about the Steelers offense this season. So far, Uh, big Ben's not done anything um, to this point to make us feel good about, (laughs) about where they stood without a B um, Connor being wildly ineffective, Moncrief, uh, and then turning around, uh, looking at the Saints offense, who basically picked up where they had left off from a season ago. Uh, and then, of course, Breeze getting hurt and Bridgewater not being wildly effective either. So uh, this this could really, I don't know, this this could be two teams that legitimately had of making playoff runs that may miss the playoffs if the offenses can't get it together. But, but Breeze is back, you know what I mean? Like at least we know at some point Breeze is taking that that position back over. They're talking about six weeks after surgery. Even if you're looking at well, I think their bye week is nine or ten, maybe. Uh that division's kind of crap. So I think they can stay in the mix there, at least for Breeze to come back. Steelers completely different ball game. And uh I'm being serious when I'm 
if Ben if Ben's done, like I'm not surprised there. He's talked about hanging it up for years. Yeah. Now we're talking about probably a full year, um, six months. You know what I mean? Uh, dealing with this kind of elbow injury. Done, if, done? if it's that serious, I think he's done. Done. I think it's over. Like Mason Rudolph. You know, I'm I'm very interested because obviously we we expect the connection with James Washington to return from their college days. But when Mason Rudolph was in the game. I think it was four targets Juju, four to Vance, and the next guy on the board was Deontay Johnson, the rookie, you know, with three targets. So do do we continue to see that? I'd love some James Washington stock to go up, and we would expect that, but uh, the split after yeah. is interesting once he's in the game. Again, both of those guys, uh, you know, a, a full week underneath their system, knowing that they're the guy and having offenses kind of designed more towards them instead of them coming in to play the Big Ben role or the Drew Brees role in that system. Uh, I'm excited to see what these guys do. I think in, in New Orleans, I think Michael Thomas, Kamara are going to be who they are. It's that secondary wide you know, receiving piece, whether it be the tight end or maybe Traquan Smith, that now I'm, I'm not going to bet on. You know what I mean? I'm not finding ways to get those guys into my flex spots now that I think we would have with Brees there You know, as some bye weeks come. But but let's go back to Juju. Yep. So because you guys all sound like you're not worried about Juju, that's kind of what I got out of that. But I think better better days are to come for him. What right? are like our expectations trash, at this but... point, though? Like, I mean, if we're not worried, like I can't. I he's a wide receiver too, not the wide receiver one we thought he was going to be. And so is his price, and yeah. that and that's his floor. So I mean, w- what's the hurt in trying to acquire something like that? Oh, I have no problem with that. Yep. Yeah, okay. You know with the you. Upside is there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, you're right with the wide receiver too. That's likely the floor. But I think you know, with the timing of of Rudolph coming in now, people will be worried. They'll be scared off of Juju, and it's a perfect time to buy. I mean, it's yep. it's also an obvious time to buy. So maybe it, it won't go like. And he's still young. You know, as planned, but yeah, of course. Yeah. What about even redraft wise? Are you willing to swap a guy like say DJ Moore, who's got Cam thrown to him, but seeing what ten targets a game hasn't yep. caught a touchdown yet, but has done decent numbers with him in redraft? Are you ready to switch a guy like DJ Moore for Juju? Uh, do you d- think you I could mean, even do that? Man, I don't know. You might be able I, to. I feel like that's low, but they're both in. You could sell me on it. I think because um, DJ Moore has as many catches as Juju has targets, and he's got I think twenty four targets for dj 16 for juju yeah you could i'd take dj more oh, i'd love man. to throw that trade up because yeah juju for me in yeah. uh in redraft format mm-hmm. yes yeah um I, be, because well for many reasons but um i think that what we hope for in terms of these first few games in terms of the the juju targets going up i think it's about to get real serious in terms of his opportunity um while dj Moore is going to continue at least um, what I'm thinking, and he's and he's been fantastic this year. But if Cam doesn't get it together, then that offense is going to go in the toilet in a in a hurry. And I'm curious where the touchdowns yeah, will I'll come for DJ Moore. Uh, the, the the touchdowns is the is the question for DJ Moore for me. Uh, I, well, I like him a well, lot. Juju but I think has Juju, the exact same zero for touchdowns. <laughs> no, that, and, and that's not a yeah. That wasn't a saying. Oh, he's he's outperformed him in that. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, I think that the Pittsburgh offense will ultimately be better. I think Carolina's offense and their opportunities will, uh, I think Juju's opportunities will dwarf that of DJ's moving forward. Hmm. So you like Mason a lot or you hate Cam moving forward? Um, Cam's just kind of upset me right now <laughs> with how he's sure. played. If I'm yeah, he doesn't I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that I hate Cam. I don't know that I hate Cam with how he started. 
and and on a Thursday night against Tampa, like come on, man. he's leading With the no. league in uncatchable passes. Yeah, and he's not running, and it's just it's just not all, it's all bad right now. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like any anything about that at all. So there's four wide receivers right now through week two that have 16 targets and all of them are doing better with their targets than Juju has with his. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaren and Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Aguilar has 16 we can't. targets already. That, like that. <laughs> While factual, don't love that. <laughs> I mean, Crowder got seventeen. I will. I will. Him, so. Man, I don't know. I. I mean, I don't think it's crazy that McLaren keeps this up. To be honest Can we with bet? you, I'll take. I'll take Juju rest of the season. Not, is that what you're looking for? A bet here? Sure. Take it. Sure. Take it. Sure. This guy with stand up. High five. Yep. For the season, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And same on the board, with, Mike. Um, Calvin Ridley, 169 yards, two touchdowns. I'll take Calvin over Juju. The only one I won't take is Aguilar. I'm not buying that. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, can we get that Aguilar? Anyway, you're definitely taking that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I got whole, one out of it. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, too, uh, obviously, Juju had that week one against the Patriots where that, that entire offense was so awful. Um, so, <laughs> obviously, this past week, I think, it, what was it, five for 85 or something of that nature? Um, so you saw him bounce back to well, at least yeah, to and some he still degree. has 162 yards on the season, just no touchdowns. Right. Yep. And, and game was really bad. So moving forward, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm Juju rest of the season versus all those guys that you said. However, uh, Calvin Ridley, love what he's That's done so far, one. and yeah, and I'm really I'm really high on the Falcons, particularly Matt Ryan, rest of season. Even if offensive line is going to have him running for life, I think he's really good, even though he makes really questionable decisions over the ball. I think he's going to be fantastic rest of the season. Like really stinking good. So nobody's wondering if we got a little ahead of ourselves on Juju. No. Pass. Well, what, what, what were the, I mean, I know a lot of people had the expectation of him coming into the season as like, Oh man, put him up near dynasty top five or whatever. Yeah, I don't I mean, know he that was I ever a top, had that expectation like, of him. Sure. I'll give you that. Yeah. So, but I think and people I were taking him, him as like wide receiver eight. Would you put him in that territory? That's fine for me. Yeah. For dynasty. Yeah. At 22 years old, yes, please. His talent's there. We've seen it. Yep. Whether or not the offense puts it together is a different story. But at that age and where he is, that position, yeah, I'm fine leaving him there. And like yep. Gabe was saying, if if people want to freak out in Dynasty right now because it's Mason Rudolph and what we've seen, then I have some offers to put out tonight, fellas. But mm-hmm. well, I'm not <laughs> freaking out, so to speak. I just... Listen, when you mentioned him and Nelson Aguilar in the same sentence, I know. You're, you're freaking out. <laughs> hey, uh, I, didn't, I didn't do it. I can't this, believe this I, is just facts facts. Facts. This I'm still thinking facts. about that. I, I didn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> the facts are the facts. Somebody did this. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar did it. That's what's gross. So Juju needs some touchdowns, and I don't know if this team is looking – any bit better without Ben? Maybe James Connors back this week. He's out a couple weeks though. Like Ooh. I don't know, man. If we're saying DJ Moore is not going to get touchdowns, like I don't know, man. I'm a little worried. I'm just kind of right, upset gonna... with the disrespect of Mason Rudolph right now. J Mike knows that's my QB one, but Mason that, Rudolph of that class. <laughs> but see, I'm the guy that's excited to see if Mason Rudolph throws it to his college wide receiver and gets it to James Washington. Can we just retire brief and oh, call it a wrap? Fellas, fellas, yeah, can we I'm talk sorry. about this first round? Go ahead. I was gonna bring it this, up, but like this, it, yeah. This is what you're about to you know, go ahead. 
breaking breaking news? You guys yep. have like breaking news drop or something crazy? No. Nope. Oh no. Breaking news. Okay. Breaking news. Steelers are trading a 2020 first round pick yep. to the Dolphins for Minka Fitzpatrick. So to Gabe's point, maybe Gabe, they feel wow. good about Mason Rudolph too, because now we're not looking yes. to take a first round in 2020 for that quarterback. Because Ben ain't coming back. Mason Rudolph. All the dynasty pennies on Rudolph. All of them. But why would you want to get Fitzpatrick if you felt good about Mason Rudolph for a first? Minka. Minka. No, Minka. Minka the safety. Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh. To help the defense. Gotcha. So if you're a team out there that listens to the show for some reason, you should just go to the Dolphins. Uh, there's not a whole <laughs> lot of great players left, but just go get them. Because we're apparently the fans are willing to give up whatever. We're going to have 17 first round picks next year. We're still not going to be good for like four years. This is a sweet plan, guys. I'm I I need more beer. <laughs> so over Fender. or under Juju finishes wide receiver sixteen. Better. I don't I don't know if over under where you're going there because yeah, it confuses me. <laughs> better than better than fifteen or better. <laughs> we'll take. We'll we'll you one can, through fifteen. However you want it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah, give me the one through fifteen. God. Yeah. <laughs> I will too. Currently I'm, not, at 31. I'm not ready to give up. Thank you. It's not a bad thing. I mean, wide receiver twos are still really cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're being condescending, and I, and I don't like your tones, right? <laughs> I feel like Dad's talking to me right now. I get yeah. your point, but okay. <laughs> I'm, hey, just saying, hey. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's just not the I don't smart care move right now. You. All right, so let's move on to somebody else who doesn't get touchdowns, and Michael Thomas, who leads the <laughs> league in targets with 26. But how close Most is that Most in the NFL, huge downgrading <laughs> quarterback for at least the next six weeks. Yep. So, but he ate targets after Bridgewater was in the game, regardless how bad Bridgewater was. Like, that's who he's going to. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm going to give you that, but we have to be worried. Like... Efficiency wide, will go down. Wide yeah. receiver yeah. three to wide receiver five. five. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, I'm not like trying to say sell Michael Thomas or anything, but I'm. I mean, he. I think this is definitely going to hurt some fantasy teams. Expectation for the next should weeks. come down a hair for sure. Efficiency, you would think, wouldn't be quite on par. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Do you do you think that his overall opportunity changes those swags? Like he like do you think he's going to be targeted less in that offense with Teddy Bridgewater? No, I don't. I'm I'm with but you guys on that. Overall, if the offense is less, the opportunities won't be as nice. Snaps, total, you know, you see a few come off for the next couple of weeks. I'm okay with that. Is it all Teddy Bridgewater though? Can we do we get more packages from Taysom Hill or see him run at all? Or do you think Hill continues with his like handful of packages a game and Bridgewater just? Truly takes over the breeze role here. I might be their wide receiver too. <laughs> and running back three. <laughs> Tight end one and a half. <laughs> like I feel like they're they're just are they're just gonna find ways to manufacture touches for that guy too. The the window is so short with Breeze. I mean, six games, right. like I, I mean, that is a good portion of the season, but like you you also want to put as a team, you want to put some trust in whoever is starting. And with Bridgewater, like I couldn't see them giving up like that quickly. I mean, at least like three games or so. And then at that point, it's like, where are we sitting mm -hmm. you know, standing wise? What, what's what's beneficial for our team? I, I would like to see Taysom in there, but or just more packages, like you said. But mm -hmm. um, they, they got to trust Bridgewater a little bit. 
Bridgewater, the highest paid backup quarterback after turning down the Dolphins gig. And the mm-hmm. Saints gave him, Jay, Mike, why you got to laugh at me? That wasn't that wasn't a funny <laughs> thing right there. You, I say Dolphins and you laugh at me. That's messed up. But Bridgewater, what, one year, seven and a quarter million dollars to be the backup. So I'm, I'm with you. I think it's his kind of team. I just, uh, I think we see a little bit more from Taysom Hill that maybe takes away that upside from Bridgewater, at least the opportunity of upside for Bridgewater in the next six weeks-ish. Got some incentives, too. Yeah, yep. well, he already he already reached one, like, what, make 150K on the first game just by the yardage total, which, like we said, wasn't good, but was already <laughs> surpassed what he did last year or something like that. So, yeah, he'll hit some, he'll make some more money. Right now, it's looking like a smart choice to stay in New Orleans and not go to Miami. Who would you rather have for the rest of the season on your team? Like, and assuming you at least have to start this person for, nope, Teddy Bridgewater (laughs) or Gardner Minshew. Oh, let me let the Jack boys shoe vault. Let let them go first. (laughs) For the rest of season, you say? Yep. I'd I'd say. The time frames are similar. I'd say Minshew. Just he's going to have more starts. And I don't think that he's necessarily played poorly. Like there could be a, like a discussion in week yep. 11 if i mean the jaguars are that could be that bad and that crazy like why don't you just take a rest there old nicky his um, wide receivers have touchdowns do his things <laughs> it's facts hey mike you're doing it too mm. i i i, I you think like teddy too though i do like teddy <laughs> as a matter of fact you and i completed a trade in trade addict six yeah uh, pre-season uh, that, that sent old Teddy my way. And Gardner Minshew is thumbs and uh, he's he's getting the ball out and being efficient. And things look halfway decent offense. And not to say that Foles doesn't get the job back, but maybe he can't. Uh, I don't know. But I'm I'm really missing, uh, really, really missing uh, this, this whole situation. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go Minshew, I guess. A long way to say Minshew. <laughs> So Gosh. we we had a similar discussion uh, one of the shows last week, Swags, I feel like, where we talked about that same thing. I wonder, and I don't even know if it's necessarily how bad the Jags are, because I agree. I feel like Minshew moved the ball around a lot. Um, if Fournette gets like three more inches on that on that two-point conversion, we're talking about how good Minshew did slinging the ball around and, and finding guys all around. So he did hit Swags boy DJ Shark there at the end for the, the little flip touchdown. Um, I'm going to go Minshew as well. And, and I think that the, the, the timelines are similar here. Um, but I, I agree. There is a clear line where breeze comes back and runs the team. I don't know that it's that clear. And I like Nick Foles, but, um, if, if D system works just as well for Minshew and they're riding a high streak, if you look at the Jags record coming up, I think you guys could flip a script real fast. And before you know it, you're, you're not Owen two. You're like, three and two you know what i mean and and that's a little different story moving forward so I, I don't think that's that crazy when you're looking at your schedule moving forward that Foles comes back and you guys are a couple games over and kind of leading or right in the mix with this you know in that division and maybe they don't mess with it um the the big thing to me is what happens with the jags defense i think means more to that team moving forward than Minshew does and ramsey now wants out and all that whatever happened on the sideline kind of craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Thursday night versus the Titans this week will be very telling for the Jag season altogether. Does that defense rally and kind of come together? Uh, tough division game on a Thursday night. 
both of these teams always play like complete trash on this Thursday night game. So uh, I'm going to take Minshew to answer it even longer than I think J. Mike took to answer the same way. <laughs> so is Swags. DJ Chark an automatic start now? Automatic start seems seems bold, and that better be a deep that league. Seems bold for a wide receiver eight. I think, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay <laughs> with not buying it two weeks in. To if I will feel disgusting putting DJ Shark in my lineup. I'm it sorry on Thursday like night. That first bad. Time. That's fine. Well, you were <laughs> the guy taking McLaren every single week. Granted, it's correct. I get it. And like I said, you've been highest on Shark than anybody I know. Um, no, the way I draft, I have many. Many options yeah. above Shark that I'm going to have a hard time putting him above two weeks into the season. I'm kind of buying it, but no, he's not making my lineup yet. Yeah, if you're depending on Shark right now, you have an interesting team. Zero wide receiver. <laughs> I do have an interesting team. I mean, he's, team. he's, he's a, what, 16th round pick or so, or, you know, especially right. in Superflex, maybe even deeper. Like, that's got to be. I think I got him in like the 20th round of Scott Fishbowl or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. But 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 at this point of the season, if, if your team, let's just say your team's 0-2 uh, and you've had Shark on the bench so far for the year because um, you, you've got some of these receivers that have underwhelmed to some degree so far, uh, you know, pick pick whomever you would. Let's say you've got D.D. Westbrook on the same team. You've been starting D.D. Um, and let's say you've also got maybe Juju and uh, I don't know, name any other bunch Mike of Evans. receivers right Aguilar. now. Mike Evans, right. <laughs> So, so, so you're so obviously. <laughs> I had Aguilar riding the bench this week. <laughs> oh, damn it! You guys are jerks. <laughs> but I, I just find that interesting to think that uh, maybe, maybe he is someone that you're considering as a flex play in order to get the biggest bang for your buck and see if he can make your day on one of those long plays. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care what their name is. Like, I'm looking for the numbers they're putting into my lineups, not like what we were right and wrong about in the off season. You know? Sure. Yeah, it's just it's gonna it's it's scary because I see Minshew more as a game manager at this point, and maybe fewer risks. And they're they're playing in so many three wide receiver sets. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're looking at the snaps. I mean, all of them Mm -hmm. are eighty eighty five (laughs) percent. Yep. So I mean, Westbrook's still out there, and he could be the next guy to you know have a game like Shark has. And it, I just don't think it's happened yet. So it was nice. I mean, when you have guys like that, it's hard to trust. Yeah. Yeah. Ah man, I don't know. I just want to buy it so much. I'm not against you buying it, but if you're gonna make me pick, I'm taking Didi this week and probably for the foreseeable future. What will you sell him to me for? Will you guys give me you? if I give you a twenty twenty four first? No, that's not fair. You always <laughs> you try to like Well, you're the one that just <laughs> asked it. Well, to somebody that's not me, how much will you what will you make J Mike pay? Not what you're gonna make me pay. Mm, I mean in a vacuum, it's he's in that like eighty player range of a second, like coming off of two hot games. I'd rather sit because again, he's probably my is seventh or eighth receiver on my team right now, so I'm okay with with sitting on it. If you don't want to give me a second, Jay Mike, you taking a second? Or are you countering with a third? Uh, hmm. He's not going to give me a second. I already told him I'm taking a third. I'll find another trade partner. <laughs> yes, that, that, that's probably right. <laughs> I think that's, I give. I'd give you a second. <laughs> right. That's why I went to you first, but you told me to yep. go somewhere else. Let me get. You, let me ask this. Could I? Could I? Could I interest you in one of these? Rookie running backs that haven't um, haven't overwhelmed yet, like a 
Or maybe, oh, maybe even someone with, that we've liked a lot. Would you would you take Devin Singletary straight up for D.D. Westbrook? For D.D.? Westbrook. Yep. Yeah, I'll take, I want the Singletary side. Westbrook. I think this is. This this is your this is your classic running back versus wide receiver head to head because I know you love your running back. And I'm shape. just not a DD guy either. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the. You're not a Singletary guy either, though. No, I'm not. But did you see that touchdown? Frank Gore just ran over that dude. That's your guy right there. Stay old. <laughs> With Singletary, you'll get healthy. They obviously like the kid. Sure. Yeah, I'd go Singletary there. I, I've just sure. never been a DD guy. It's just the wrong guy. Know, something to hate about those Bolitnikov winners from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'll take Singletary. You guys want all want DD? The Jags. The Jags guys are gonna go DD too. Uh, <laughs> one um, of you should take Singletary to make it like kind of sound okay. <laughs> yep. Sure. Sure. Let's do Perfect. It. See, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's like like Westbrook or Singletary, like <laughs> it's like these are painful decisions. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that I'm just. I think we wanted we wanted Westbrook to be one of these guys that we watched take a step forward this season, like we think Christian Kirk uh, is doing, like Chris Godwin is doing. I think we wanted Didi to be a part of that movement forward. Calvin really taking a step forward. All these guys, and for him to only see 11 targets, six catches on the season so far for like 33 yards. Uh, it, it was supposed to be him, not DJ Chark, uh, <laughs> running past defenses and catching everything for for touchdowns and getting all that fantasy glory goodness for us. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm still in on DD. Obviously, he's 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 going to be fantastic. I mean, I was I was high on fools coming into it and and knew there had to be a second piece that showed up. You know what I mean? It wasn't going to be all DD there. So, um, you know, Swag's kind of pounding the table for Shark, and I, I definitely didn't want to believe it. I just wasn't sure really what it was going to come from. But yeah, I mean, maybe DD plays second fiddle there. And and you should take Singletary, you know, for probably redraft this year, you know, yearly, whatever you want to call it, because it feels a lot safer to put that in on the flex spot. But no, uh, Albert. I mean, he was drafted in the second round. He's a nice, fast, tall, athletic dude. Honestly, we should have known better. We should have known better. We should have known better for the fact that when we see offenses do so much of a, a, a heavy facelift or a heavy change over the offseason where the coordinator changes, the quarterback changes, uh, we, we should have known something screwy would happen and that it wouldn't be as clean cut as, oh, he's sure. going to lead the way and everybody else is just going to fall in line behind him somewhere. We, sh- we should have known better. But still, dynasty-wise, like I, I feel confident knowing that Didi will still be playing and Singletary you know, could, could be at home for a few years at that point too. We don't play that long, but just yeah, opportunity that, and, sure. and, and value put into the player itself. Um, I'm going to take Didi. JJ Mike, I, I see you with your Dynasty Trades HQ QZ. Don't act like you ain't showing it up there for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't. It's just the QZ I'm using. Uh, Product I, placement. Mean, yeah. Shout out to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you know what? You, you call me red-handed. Shout out to those guys. They're fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. So James Conner kind of looks like he's going to be back earlier than... He's fine. Would have made this conversation fun. You were hoping for? Is that? That's the I would hate to say it. that. I can't believe you implied that. But I'm well aware of what you meant when I saw this sitting there. So, you just wanted to say Snell, yeah, since since J. Mike was here. Especially with J. Mike here. One yeah. rest, like 20 yards. Yeah. I think you can still say it. I mean, Snell, yeah, you injury can, Injury right? happened already, and, and it's week two. I think there's there you cause go. for concern. Why, yeah. why wouldn't Samuels or Snell be of interest? So if totally. if... 
air quotes if it were to happen. Um, not that we would hope anything like that, but do you guys have any interest? Well, you wouldn't <laughs> any interest in Snell, or do you think it's going to be all Jalen Samuel? Um, I mean, as far as someone with a safer floor, you know, that will be more involved on more snaps, it's it's definitely Samuel's. But uh, you know, Snell, yeah, a stash and, until we see what's up with the, with the knee. Maybe it's it's more than what we think. He's going to fight through it. I don't know. So oh my goodness, he's worth hanging on. <laughs> Yeah, J Mike. This this is the moment. This is the moment that a three time Emmy award winning producer David Berger, uh, in several leagues with him. What up, David? Uh-huh. Uh, he he's been he's been longing and uh, singing the praises of Jalen Samuels all off season, saying that Jalen Samuels was going to overtake James Conner this season. Uh, now, obviously, if it's by injury, I think he's taking it any way that he can get it. But uh, in terms of uh, collegiate metrics in terms of his ability to be able to catch the ball, be dynamic in the passing game, uh, do everything that you want a running back to do. I don't see uh, Tomlin changing his stripes in terms of giving uh, Samuels the majority of the work. Uh, we might see uh, Snell sprinkled in every now and again. But, yeah, I think Samuels can be loaded up as a very confident, if Connor's out, a very confident uh, running back too. Yeah, two drink feeling the same. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we would, as a fantasy community, like that to be split up if Connor was going to be there and let Benny kind of run the first and second down work and, and Samuels be that third down back. That's just not what the Steelers do. You know, we, we've seen that in the past, you know, when like Damon or uh, uh, D. Willie comes in and like the, he just gets it all. So yeah, I think if something were to happen, um, we'd probably get, you know, three to five touches from Snell, but you, yeah, you're looking for that 18 probably plus going to Samuels at that point, especially yeah. with Rudolph in the game, maybe look for a lot of little dump offs and get hit, you know, get Samuels in space, let him create that way. Um, side note real quick, OBJ, he's really fast. If you guys didn't know that, just, <laughs> My wanted, goodness. just wanted to throw that in there. 89 Bye. yards to the house and just, How uh, you let that kinda, happen? even <laughs> with guys. The and then all of a sudden, yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden he wasn't. So, um, if you didn't know, he's kind of quick. You should maybe get him. See if he's on waivers or something. He might be. OBJ. WR1 in right? all <laughs> of Dynasty, J. Mike. You know what it is. Uh. If we could get him to play more than half the games, I might agree with you. But oh, yeah, he, 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 was up, he, he, he was pulling up limp after that, uh, after that end zone shot earlier, and then now right? he's <laughs> ro- roasting everybody like nothing well, happened. Road runners. Greg Williams is targeting him, so he's – What's that? It's got to be gonna be 20 miles an hour. Yeah, 21, 21 miles an hour. That's, that's fast. It's moving. That was too easy. That is pretty fast. Pretty drink, fast. Too easy. So I have to agree with you guys. I wish we saw more Benny Benny Snell like through preseason and up to this point. And we might have to wait a little bit, but it won't be long. He'll be on some championship teams. (laughs) You heard it here first, Snell. Yeah. yeah. Laugh now, cry later. (laughs) I like that. I'm here for it. You already know I'm here for it. All right. So Michael Gallup out two to four weeks. Well, I don't know. Can I get some Randall Cabo? That man, that's a bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. He started the season pretty strong. I'll take Devin Smith over Randall Cobb. I'll okay. play upside. I'll take Amari Cooper. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that's a great call by J. Mike. By Gabe. That's why we bring him in here. J. Mike gets left with like Witten. You can have Witten. <laughs> but for real, I mean, I think Gallup is just far better than than Cobb and Devin Smith. So I mean yeah, that is yeah. like yep. a a 3A 3B situation. And sure. Cooper just is getting Gallup's targets now. So maybe Blake Jarwin. Ugh. Keep it going. 
All right. <laughs> Come You're on. better with Witten. <laughs> Nelson Aguilar. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> He's like, just Train kidding, him. but seriously. Okay. All that right. Too much sauce. That is the news and notes. Is that what we were doing? That was <laughs> yeah. That was some what stuff. Just, what just happened the last hour? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> we're gonna fly over to bestfansfootballleague.com and then on to some Dudsburg studs. Bestfantasyfootballleague.com. Join a 12-team dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com <clears throat> The best fantasy football leagues on the net. Okay, so now we will be resuming. Alright, I'm going to throw it to you two, Drink, to go over these Duds vs. Studs. Alright, Duds vs. Studs. I fixed my points on here, by the way. You robbed me of like 20 points. I, no, it's fine. I, I realized it when you changed the sheets. Just calm down. Like <laughs> you, you still won regardless. It's fine. Killed but it. to recap last week, um, quick pour out to Steve. Steve, uh, Derek Carr did not outscore Kyler Murray. You're crazy. Anyways, moving on. Um, my pick was Case Keenum over Aaron Rodgers, and you would not get on board. I feel like you called me crazy. I told you it was going to be correct whether you liked it or not, and that you were going to have to apologize for me to me oh, on the show. I'm sorry. And you haven't yet. There it is. I'm glad. I feel better now. Super Case Keenum just, just barely squeaked it out. A couple points. But, oh, I was pretty uh, hard on you about that one, though. 90, right. You were. I listened back. You were a jerk. Ninety-two <laughs> percent was the difference between Keenum and Rogers from last week, so I ended up with a ninety-four point seven points from week two. Swags took hashtag Shuval himself, Gardner Minshew. He took him over Drew Brees. So and Drew Brees I, sucks te- this week. Technically, I mean Drew Brees only hit you with a one point five points, so technically it was correct. You did. You did win that one. And you won it by a lot, plus the it's 95% like a guilty pleasure. difference. 117, 117.27 points in week two. You're a jerk. That's close to a week record, but it, it didn't reach it from last week. Um, so, do I be nice? Mm, all right, I'll well, let the guests go yeah, first. Yeah, I, no, I think we'll let's let these guys go. Fine. J. Mike said he has the best of all time, so let's make him sweat for a minute. Let's hear Gabe's first. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, I was concerned about this because I thought that y'all were going to go first and I was waiting for swags to get his in and I'm like, man, they're not going to leave. You're like, he's super crazy. So he'll take (laughs) something. He's going to take Nelson Aguilar. Thinks he's a quarterback. (laughs) 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 Oh my. Uh, I, I was going to ask about the rules because I know you okay. said, well, just more specific rules. Uh-huh. I'm, so, I'm kind of looking at the sheet and I, I think I get it, but all right, I'll, I'll give you more like rules. Just different, different ownership, et cetera. I'll give more rules and then I'll go first so you can kind of feel it out. So okay. does, does versus does. I'm just looking for any uh, lower owned percentage player. We use Yahoo just because that's kind of what I'm used to pulling the points from here. Um, any lower owned percentage quarterback that you would play this week against a higher owned percentage player. So this week, my does versus studs is Andy Dalton, who's only 19% owned in Yahoo. 
It's actually up 9% from last week. He was only at 10% last week. They're playing at Buffalo. I'm going to play him against Russell Wilson, who is 97% owned, and it's versus the Saints. All right? I think Andy Dalton, 400 yards thrown, uh, thrown in the per- first game, uh, just right around 300 in the second, averaging 350 and two touchdowns. Um, at Buffalo, it's a tough defense, one of the tougher defenses he's played so far, but I still think that team has to chuck it all around. Um, going up against Russ Wilson, who this is a tough one because Russ has been killing it lately too. But against the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think the Saints are able to move the the ball a whole lot this week. The Seahawks end up running the ball a ton. It's Chris Carson. We even see some more Rashad Penny like we got last week. Russ doesn't have to do as much. Therefore, Andy Dalton squeaks it out. Um, so there's 19% for Andy Dalton. So I would get the difference between 97 and 19% if this were to happen. Right. So whatever that is, I'm going to ask the math teacher for math there. Plus, however many points Dalton ends up outscoring Russell Wilson by would be added to that percentage score. So I'm looking for the highest score here. That, that's how Swags ended up with 117 last week because Gardner Minshew was only 3% owned and he <laughs> took him up against Breeze at 99%. Yeah, I did not take any of those one percenters this week. You know, we had a lot of replacements coming in and probably come Wednesday, Thursday, when you're making some of these lineups, these guys will go up a little, but it won't be a lot. So I tried to be nice to the guests, not take some of the easier shots I thought that were out there. Plus, I I went against Russell Wilson, but you're, you're welcome to take either my guy on either side as long as you don't have the same. So you could take Dalton or you could take Russ. You just can't take them both. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what I was worried about is and I won't I would never repeat anyways. Gotta do it for the <laughs> brand, all right? This right. might be my first and last time on the super flexible pod, man. You are more than uh, welcome at least the anytime. First. The welcome end is always there. <laughs> that's a two way street. We'll see. Ooh, two drink, two way street. <laughs> uh he stays ready with the twos. All right. Um with the deuces. Um, <laughs> two drink. <laughs> <laughs> perfect wow okay (laughs) i need that at least one more time (laughs) all right so let's see i'm gonna i'm gonna have so i was going to do stafford but then i now i understand the rules and his ownership is too high for me to have that's a good one though that was that was a good for me and it's a good five percent for for those sitting at home listening um, that, that'd be a fun one. I think, I do think he'll be fine there, yep. but, um, okay. So dud, man, I gotta do it. J Mike. Take him. And I'm not, I'm not doing Teddy. Nope. I'm going Jacoby brisket. Ooh, I like it. Ooh. I'm saying, I'm saying I'm getting that 1399 for my half pound of brisket. They gonna <laughs> ask if I want sauce <laughs> on the side. I said, yeah, buddy. They say you want that potato salad. I said, yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> my only my only concern is that he there aren't a whole lot of pass attempts but he's just been highly efficient mm-hmm. with everything this offense is just not slowing down um so that is a positive and I, i'm not entirely scared of it of atlanta either i mean nope. um wentz kind of did his thing and i mean cousins didn't really do his in the first week but minnesota's he didn't have to apparently yeah. gonna run the ball 90 times a game so um I'm, I'm in it i'm in it with jacoby and uh let's see he is going to beat uh what's jacoby's want, percentage there what do you oh, got i'm sorry yeah he is right. not i think 
Oh shoot, I just lost. He's thirt. He's thirteen percent owned. Okay, that's 13%. what I thought. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good start. Thirteen percent. Oh yeah, thirteen percent. Okay, and then let's go. Let's go, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Against Denver, let's go. <clears throat> At a ninety-nine. Yeah, I think he's pretty high. I <laughs> was <laughs> against up, against him last against, week. Guys. It's uh, another fade. I like it. Denver. Yeah, Denver. I mean, he's getting about as much yards as as brisket. You know, and touchdowns, so they're kind of neck and neck. I I think Rogers' game is just different now, and he doesn't have to put the team on his back anymore, and because he's just so confident in that defense, and I'm sure that's the way he wants it to be for him to be on the field less. So he he's been more of a manager and and a brilliant one, you know. So I, I'm I'm with it for him to just have another <laughs> top fifteen or whatever week mm-hmm. that he's been having, top twenty week, and. Um, go with the consistency and and risk it. I like that one. Does anybody yeah. else have Jacoby? Did anybody else pick Jacoby? No, I like that no. one. I, I looked at that one a lot. Like you said, they are facing Atlanta, and and maybe Atlanta is able to put up some points on them, and Brissett has to chuck it around a little bit. They can't just turn around and hand it to sure. Mac a bunch. So that was a close one there. And it, even if he beats them by one point, then you're looking at uh, what's that 70, 80, 86 points right off the jump just from a just from a, a single you know point one point beat for Brissett over Rogers. So I love some Rodgers, but there's a couple of matchups there. He looked really great right on that first drive, and then the coach got in his head, and it looked atrocious after that. That's my only worry. Does Aaron Rodgers decide to do his own thing because it works so well early, or does this team continue to flunder around the floor and what this offense is going to be? But uh, I think and that's a, a solid isn't pick. Terrible either. That's, I mean, that's been... very true. And if you get in, in Rodgers' face and hit him, like that's 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 how you mess that dude up. Put some put some guys on him, J. Mike. You're taking Minshew, aren't you? I want to. Uh, I really, I really Do want it. to. Do I really it. want to. Uh, but I'm not. I'm I'm gonna take the cheapest route uh, to to glory here. So next week, even though I'm not on the show, you're gonna have to mention me and say how I won this thing. Uh, yes, I am taking uh, one Teddy Bridgewater, uh, who is currently one. Yeah. Yes, count them <laughs> one percent owned uh, rostered at Seattle ha- traveling to Seattle. I don't love the matchup. However, when you put him up against someone who is yes, 96% owned also at Seattle, Drew Brees, um, Teddy Bridgewater is going, going to destroy. He's going to destroy. Drew Brees. You, you, you're going to confuse who the stud or the dud is. Disqualified. No, Kick this guy out of here. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I really want to do that, but but I won't. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it up a notch, up to 97%. Ooh. Um, one Baker Mayfield, who will be hosting yes. the Los wow. Angeles Rams. Yes, I like that one too. Yeah. Close one. Yeah. The, 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 the Rams are showing there. They are. Obviously, everything as advertised on defense, they're still getting up to quarterbacks, still playing incredibly well. I'm still curious how they gave up 27 points uh, to the uh, Panthers in week one. Uh, but I think right? that by the time, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm so confused by that. But McCaffrey uh, had 40 touches. We, that's how. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but by the time we get to this time next week, I think that they're uh, the Saints and Sean Payton, who's just recently extended, obviously, uh, he, he will be able to. Uh, come up with the game plan to make Teddy be successful uh, and continue to uh, be a bunch that is going to score points and make all of our guys still relevant for fantasy. And I think Baker could struggle even in a game right now where he he's traveled up to New York. 
Jets defense has been giving him all sorts of trouble outside of that whole OBJ 89 yard thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I'm but I'm totally okay uh, with Teddy this week. And, and and again, this is this is one of those glory plays because of the fact that anything that he gives me plus the 97 percent is going to be uh, gravy. So I'm I'm excited for that. Any anywhere it's too much Kamara and maybe even Latavius Murray. In, the, in this New Orleans game, and like I said, kind of I'm playing against the Seattle role there where I end up maybe, you know, Seattle wants to run the ball and they get to in this game. No no worry, there's too much Kamara. And I'm going to say an uptick for Murray going into this next week. You like Teddy to, to yeah. sling it around enough to give you the, the point. I get you playing the percentage. And I like the Baker one too. Yeah. That's one I looked at a little bit, but. But, but and and more than I think more than anything, I still think that the screen game is going to be something that they can leverage a lot. Okay. Uh, Seattle's got a lot of guys who want to get after the quarterback in mm-hmm. a major way. Uh, they've also got a pretty stout run defense with Bobby Wagner in the middle uh, mm-hmm. and a bunch of really heavy-handed uh, defensive tackles in there who like to rock head. So uh, I think that the screen game could be something that uh, Sean Payton falls back on because we've seen you know it going all the way back to uh, Pierre Thomas and, and the like. Uh, those guys being leveraged in the screen game and just getting multiple touches uh, short and doing big things with them in open space. So I'm I'm, I'm here for that. Teddy I is like about to make Baker like look sides. like a bear. <laughs> teddy bear. All right, so mine, I, I, I'm a little bit more conservative okay. this week. So after my landslide of a win last <laughs> week, I'm gonna I stayed a little bit safer. Let's and, get out of here. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we don't need to stay on it though. Um, so I'm going to take the 40% owned right Josh there. Allen up against uh, the 98% owned Carson Wentz. He was one of my studs as well. How many was Josh Allen? 40%, you said? Yeah. 40%. Yep. You've got Cincinnati. Eesh, boy. Yeah. Tell him. Tell him, Jay Mike. That's a defense. <laughs> against mean, who? Who'd you pick, Swags? Exactly. Cheater? That's what I'm saying. Easy win. You I don't know even... who you picked. So I don't know what it's Carson what Wentz. Doing. I thought you were just trying to slander Carson Wentz. <laughs> no, how many percentage? Ninety-eight. What a cheater! Yeah. I... Well, and <laughs> I like he gets these... hurt again. I like, like these out. guys. Like, I want them back the on, unlike you do. He's trying to predict. So the next I'm trying to QB get them back on. Injury. Right. You've just been. Yeah. You're just killing folks. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. If, if well, Wentz goes down, I'm turning everybody in Twitter on you. It's your when fault. has Wentz ever done better than Josh Allen? Oh my goodness! Mm, I like wow. Josh Allen too, but I feel like you're just going to go back and forth for a while. No, I'm being serious. Josh Allen like, and Shane's Minshew not here. We don't have game. to pretend that Carson <laughs> Wentz is good, guys. Like, it, it, oh, not good. I mean, it wow. is what it is. Yeah, I will take Josh <laughs> Allen all day over Wentz. Like, in fantasy, absolutely. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it because we've seen it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, fully, he finished the that. season last year strong. I mean, when's the last yep. time Carson Wentz finished a season? He's a ouch. Yeah, Josh Allen is the reason I feel like we we did this game again this year because we just rode him the last six weeks last year, <laughs> including when J Mike was on here and I said he would finish top five rest of the season. J Mike called me crazy. It's like, nope, this is how I do this game. So yeah, I feel like you didn't win that week, J Mike. You did, but you didn't win. Yeah, <laughs> That's all I yeah I'm pretty sure I did not come in last though. That's also true. <laughs> gonna throw that out there Swags. i like your guys yeah. i like the Swags was last i like sure. the dalton I russ the brissette aaron Rodgers, the teddy and the breeze i like that one one again like <laughs> uh, we play this for percentages right to, to yeah. get that bonus but we're, again we're, we're looking at scenarios here and why these lesser owned guys will play better than some of these guys that 
a lot of people think are just plug and play, like I'm not going to look at it. And no, you need to look at some of these matchups. You you can play Case Keenum versus Aaron Rodgers in week two. It worked out. It, it was close, but it, it worked out. You can play Gardner Minshew versus whatever you did. I don't remember anymore. You're a cheater. But uh, Drew Brees because he got <laughs> injured. What a jerk. That, that Man, that was tough. I wish I would have liked to have seen that one for sure. But... <laughs> I'm gonna. Came I'm gonna. Chicago this week, though. That, your top yeah, five that, yeah. is no more. Yeah, you got to move away from that for sure. Maybe I think, I think up and scores more than Jeff Swaim through the first two weeks. Is that the tweet <laughs> I saw, Swag? Jeff, what was that? Jeff Swaim. That Jeff Swaim. The the. Oh yeah, Jags. I, no, retw- I, know, I uh, retweeted with comment. Yeah. 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 The Jags tight end Jeff Swaim has the same amount of points as Mitch Trubisky through two weeks in a in a superflex <laughs> time premium. Oof. Uh, so awful, good. man. Gosh, that's so awful. I mean, so we get caught up Robinson. in stuff like this all the time. Right it, like in fantasy football, it's like the it's such a weird culture. Like you always want to believe what you know, but we don't always know anything. And I don't know. It's even like the names I brought up at the beginning of the show versus Juju, just because we talked about him a lot, and he finished really good while Antonio Brown was there. And we continued that hype through the offseason. We refused to be wrong. better when AB wasn't there, too, though. Like, that's like when teams knew AB wasn't going to be there last year, AB or uh, Juju had just as good or better numbers. So, but, but there were like, question marks like, going sure. around that, like, could Juju no do Bell, this without Antonio Brown? And um, sure. so. I don't and know, now I, he's got to do it with a backup quarterback. So we can continue to make excuses, too. You know what I mean? It's easy to say, well, it's, you know what I mean? It's because Big Ben's not there. But I'm I'm definitely I'm not, not giving up excuses. on Juju. I, I don't want somebody on. to give up. But I'm uh, my yeah. argument is he's not a wide receiver one. Through two weeks in the NFL, you are correct. No, through two weeks in the NFL, he's not even a wide receiver two. And you are correct. I didn't defeat. You know, I, I'm not fighting you on that. Like facts are facts. But at the end of the season, I'll take the 15 or better number pretty easily. I, I feel confident in that. He's, he's as talented, and and the team will still need him that much if they're going to win. He has the he's one of Mason. the best characters in the NFL, and he's super fun. And I can't say enough good things about the kid, but I just think we got a little ahead of ourselves on this one. Sure, but if this team is going to be good, James Washington, Dante Moncrief, Deontay Johnson, I think Ryan Switzer's one of the other slots there. Like those guys aren't going to get 120 plus targets. Juju will. So I will take opportunity in being the wide receiver one moving forward, hmm. even what, if he's only if, been wide receiver thirty one through two two weeks. Including what if those the other teams want to be good? Who are they going to throw it to? Whatever trash they have on their team, like not Calvin Ridley. That's a close one, <laughs> right? I think that's the one we all paused on because we know his touchdown upside, like and what he's doing, and he has the other person on the other side taking away that team still wants to throw because apparently they can't run. J. Mike, what the hell happened to Freeman? We never got to that. I have too much Freeman. Listen, I'm going to blame you Listen, for right now. W- <laughs> but it's only two weeks, so I won't, like, I can't hold it all against you, I guess. <laughs> Listen, man. This you don't have more things, points than Freeman. I feel like he does. This is not how it was supposed to go. Um, does he have more than, oh, he probably does. Um, right? It, the, the the offensive line, and obviously they lost they lost one of their first round picks, I think, in the in the first game. And then the second one hobbled off in the second game. Uh, and an offensive line is already as – Game three is going to be a doozy. Bro, it's it's not good. Uh, Devonta hasn't looked great. Uh, and it's it's troubling. It really is. But uh, I'm still 
I'm still hopeful. The, the question is, I really don't know how to pivot from here or if to pivot just yet. Um, I, I'm typically one of those slower to slower to change my mind until fully proven that, hey, this is not going to work. Uh, I was all aboard the Devonta resurgence this season. The question becomes, um, are we sh- are we sure that this offense or, or basically his role in the offense isn't going to turn around? And I'm not sure that he's still not going to be the guy who's getting most of the touches in that backfield. I just don't know how I don't I don't know how to quantify those touches. I guess is the is the is the problem. More points, Devontae Freeman or Jeff Swaim? <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned too, J. Mike. I think it's I think it's odd though, and the snaps aren't even especially there either. <laughs> not just the touches, but he's not even playing a whole lot. I don't get the Edo Smith thing, and I, I think. You got to wonder if if running backs just get to an age after their, you know, extensions, whatever, that they start to actually treat the running back with some respect (laughs) and they just know he's a good player and they're going to help the team win, like kind of don't care about your fantasy team mentality. You see it time and time again that these these cats just get ran into the ground their first three years or so, hopefully get an extension and then hopefully they limit the touches. And, and I think to a large degree that brings up an even broader scale, uh, even broader scale discussion. And I don't, I'm sorry, guys, I'm taking this somewhere that we didn't necessarily <laughs> even want to go. <laughs> but, but, but the question becomes um, for guys like that, and and I've and I've wrestled with this thought and this idea all preseason long with the issues of Melvin Gordon and Zeke holding out, um, and DJ. You know, we hoping that he bounces back and he's he's been hurt. Or he just got hurt in this last game again. When or, or what are the signs that we look for when it comes to selling on these running backs who we maybe have seen it do it before, um, or maybe took a year off from injury or whatever it is? Like, why do we keep crawling back to them? Why isn't it the case where we we just quit them and call it a day? Uh, quit them and leave it alone. I, I'm I'm so curious why we can't do it or why I'm not able to do it just yet. And yeah. uh, I think what I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm with you. Even I mean, look at Doug Baldwin. I mean, people held on for so long, imagining him to be something he was a couple of years ago, all through last season. And then sometimes we just got to quit. Sometimes it's as simple as DJ Shark. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say Nelson Aguilar. Again. I know really? uh, you're trying to make us forget that you said DJ Shark. No, you can have Aguilar. It's not my fault. He's got 16 targets. And that's not going and, better than Juju. That's pretty. I'm pretty sure that's what you said earlier. That's what he, I heard. He he is wide receiver 30, and Juju's wide receiver 31. To be exact, See? you heard it here first. <laughs> yep. We are going to fly over to the scouting academy, and then we're going to get a couple stashes from these guys. Kind of a take off what we did last week, but so we're going to get a stash from remember. J Mike and Gabe. Well, you were there. Sweet, I'm off the hook. And Scout and Ken. You can have one if you want. <laughs> Dang it. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GM, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs, 
and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. All right, J. Mike and Gabe. The the sad the the sad part is it's almost over. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so you never know what will open you, up. <laughs> yeah, if, if you know anything about our show, it's it's never over until it's over. Truly. So the idea of this, and I, hopefully you guys thought of a couple of players, but we kind of came up with this with the idea because of the way injuries have been this year. And kind of trying to stay ahead of some of those curves. And who are some stashes that you think players should get right now? Like, who's the next Gardner Minshew if an accident were to happen? Or somebody like that. Some players that you've been stashing. Or maybe you want some other people to stash on their dynasty teams that could gain some value. J-Mike, you want to go first? Yeah, go ahead, (laughs) J-Mike. Yeah, I've, I've got one in mind. And he's a guy that I've tried to scoop up in just about any place that I can. Um, and and it's a name that you've probably already heard, and you're not super excited about. And they don't have the to reasons. be quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this okay, one's not. There's a none left. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I'll let your boy Josh Dobbs. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 volume alone is making this player relevant, and the fact that he keeps getting on the field, and he's keeping one of our favorite rookie wide receivers off the field. Uh, his name is Demir Bird. Uh, Demir Bird, mm. uh, deep, deep, deeper stash there in Arizona. If for whatever reason Fitz or Kirk are to go down, uh, right now he's third on the team in targets. Uh, he is the deep threat uh, that they hoped Andy Isabella would be, even though so far most of his work has been done underneath. Demir Bird's a guy uh, whom I'm excited to to have on deeper rosters, um, or excuse me, have have as an option just in the event that something goes wrong. Uh, and his his role expands, particularly for this season, uh, and you can see what happens from there. But uh, yeah, Demir Bird, he, he's he's a guy that I'm low key excited about in the offense for Arizona because uh, similar to Kansas City and not to the same potency, uh, but I see a lot of guys being relevant on that roster. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's relevant. I mean, he's showing up in the box scores. I mean, you could potentially flex him the last couple of weeks. Yep. If you're in PPR leagues, he's, yeah, he's giving you 10 for 87 so far in two games. Uh, nothing that's super exciting, but again, a, a deeper stash with the opportunity to get more uh, in the event that uh, in the event that anything in, in front of him happens or anyone goes down. So, yep, I like Demir Bird. Bird yeah. or Aguilar, J. Mike? <laughs> Bird's the word, Gabe. Bird's the word. I'll take Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> J. Mike felt bad for me, so he wanted to make us feel better about Aguilar on the way out. All right, Gabe, who you got for us? Well, in the in the same sentence, go and get Andy Isabella. <laughs> right. Facts. Yes. Go get Andy. They're, they're playing four wide receiver sets. I, I keep saying this, but it's just so odd. What a weird offense. And uh, I, for one, am not much of a bird fan. <laughs> and um, I mean, you can only go up from here and his valley's only probably gone down. Uh, in in terms of Isabella, I don't think that really counts for a stash. He's probably been drafted everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, there's I put a list of guys together. Um, one that is probably already on rosters, but j- and kind of fell off once McCoy was waived and um, signed with the Chiefs was Darwin Thompson. People yes. were kind of hyped about him, mm-hmm. and and now you're seeing full of injuries to McCoy and. Damian Williams and not just that but 
also have not been extremely productive for mm-hmm. the Chiefs. And I mean, we talk all of this mess about wanting that running back for Andy Reid. <laughs> it might not be one of those two guys. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I don't know if anyone is like 100 percent committed to either one at this point. And we might see in the near future some Darwin Thompson looks and um, that'd be kind of fun to see see him uh get a role because i think people were excited about what we saw in the preseason yeah. and just the energy that he brings but uh, i like that mention a lot even yeah, somebody to I go try he, to buy low right now before it happens exactly because yeah you, you it's a little sneaky now and you obviously don't want to wait for uh the injury to happen itself or just want it to happen in general you'd rather just for it to happen organically just him to earn the touches but you know yeah yeah i like it a lot two drinks you got one you want to add I mean, I'll stick there, and it and it seems even deeper. But I definitely saw this guy cut during, uh, like you know, dynasty leagues where you're making those final roster cuts to get down to the number. But Darrell Williams, I saw cut in multiple leagues. If we talked about Shady and Damian getting hurt right away, or we're gonna talk about Darwin, like that's still the second guy at that point there in that system. I'll get gross because um, it's gonna be quarterbacks and super flexible, but uh, on an offense that. Maybe as it gets a little less conservative and allows him to run, could be dangerous for one Kyler Murray. Um, if we're going to see a thousand quarterbacks go down, I might as well go put Brett Hundley at the end of my uh, bench because he would still be running that same kind of spread out offense. Um, it's it's gross, over, and we are getting you know, <laughs> with some dashes. But if I'm just looking at an offensive scheme around him and, and those weapons that these guys were just telling you to go look at. Give me the guy that's going to swing the, the rock around on a defense that's still really bad. Fred Hunley, oof. Fine, I'll say Cooper Rush, too. <laughs> Back up to Dak. <laughs> leave me in silence. I'll just keep I going. I mean, right? <laughs> Robert Griffin the third. Yeah. There's the one that nobody wants. That's the one. Maybe a, uh, a a QB is uh, to mention that could be on the list of, you know, the Mason Rudolphs or Minshew, whatever mm-hmm. it is, Will Greer. Yes. Cam yeah. doesn't seem Cam doesn't seem right, and if for whatever reason they continue to be bad and and shut him down for whatever reason, kind of thing, if things don't turn around, and I mean they've I've heard like kind of to me wild accusations towards the the Panthers even like moving on from him next year. So yeah, um, if if anything now is now crazy. is the time to to go and get Greer if that's your guy. Yeah, I like that one too. Cam needs a better kerchief. His kerchief game has been weak lately. (laughs) (laughs) Gabe and Jay. I want an ascot. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell them all the places they can find you and the easiest way to tune into open bar on Tuesdays live, all that stuff. I'll hand it to you guys. Gabe, you got it. Shoo. 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 Well, uh, as Swags mentioned, we are. Uh, two guys <laughs> podcasting kind of like this show as of late um, the open bar Tuesdays <laughs> 9 30 Eastern ish uh, man it, it's fun to come in there and hang with us live it, you can go and check us on the podcast form as well iTunes gives us problems for the time being so live is really the best version uh, the open bar pod on Twitter um, I am at FF man bun. Mm. Mm. My dude is at J Mike check. I'm sure he'll mention that himself. And I hope that he plugs his other things. Uh, shoe ball, baby. Yeah. <laughs> do it, please. Shoe ball. J Mike to you, my friend. 
Yeah, man. Uh, the the other endeavor that Gabe is referring to, uh, shout out to the folks that I get to work with and contribute uh, for the Dynasty Dummies. Uh, what up, Zach? What up, Kyle? Uh, and uh, over there on the Dynasty Dummies feed, I get to do a little 15-minute blurb, which I'll likely be recording shortly after this. Uh, the, the Dummy Blitz, 15 yes. minutes going into everything regarding what's happened in the prior week. Uh, trying to be able to give the comings and goings and just ask questions to get folks thinking to help them get their roster squared away and answer the questions to help them move their rosters forward. So uh, I'm not I'm not really here to try to give you the spicy take or anything of that nature, but I want you uh, to think for yourself and, and get the tools to be able to do that. So uh, I'm humble to be able to do it, humble to be able to work with Gabe on a weekly basis and call him a friend and a brother, to be honest. So uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, thank you guys for having us. Oh, Swag's absolutely. always good to be with you. To drink, uh, as the one who harasses me the most about any decision that I make in life, particularly when <laughs> I record dummy blitz. Uh, I, I'm I'm always always glad to be with you, brother. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I, I get itchy if I don't see it come Tuesday morning on my feed. So, <laughs> and, you and, do. I get up, and I get up early. So if if I'm already at work and I don't see it, you will get a DM or text from me somewhere. That's right. Uh, and you got to check those out too. Those dummy blitzes are just nice, smooth, easy listens. And like you said, lots of knowledge. And you guys are probably hearing Gabe on an intro somewhere. You might not even know it's him. How many shows do you have intros for now? That would have been a good question. Like I just thought of that out of the blue. Like, do you do you know the exact number on that, Gabe? Sixty nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what he's that's what he's that's striving for. Yeah, shoot, man, I'm, I'm I bet I'm almost a third of the way there, approximately. But um, of all the shows ever, a third yeah, of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of all the shows, I've got I think I got a third. <laughs> I, I do. I say a percentage versus the. <laughs> the number probably like a third i'm a third um and thank you for saying that swags and and i should mention to two drink as well i know that you always are saying incredibly kind things to me on twitter in in regards to my intros this weird niche market that i'm in so shout out to both of you and i i do appreciate the love dude they're they're dope like you do some sweet work so yeah thank you for doing them Keep putting out dope shit. I'll keep liking it. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter who does it. Like, if it's awesome, it's awesome. So keep keep doing it. I'll keep finding it. Word. Unfortunately, Thanks I have to end up. this and let we got to get J Mike out of here so Tudring doesn't get pissed in the morning with no dummy blitz. And <laughs> it's a complicated life we live. I'm at DFF underscore swag. Tudring at FL Tudring minimum at Superflex Pod at Superflex Trades. Hit them up and we are out. That was the most fun I had all day. Well, I mean, you had a cross-country race. That's all you did today, right? I drove. (laughs) I pretty much, I felt like I, like, taxied people around. Like, I didn't have to run. I just had to sit there and watch it. That's true. I was just telling my wife that I, that is something I never want our kids to participate in. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is just awful like it, you get to see like the beginning of them yeah <laughs> so selfish right. but like you see the beginning and you no, maybe right. see like a checkpoint or two and then you see the end and just yeah just watch them go I'm, by you're you I'm kind of the exercise you kind of pick what part of I it you want to watch <laughs> like, <laughs> do i want to see them start or finish they, they can't even put the start and finish in the same spot now either 
How far do I have to run to get to where they have to finish at? That's what I'm Seriously, like, why am I, just because I finished, now I have to watch you finish? Yeah, make a Come different on. sport, kid. Why am I sweating? <laughs> why am I sweating? This is a this is a niche market that we need to tap into. Uh, cre creepy creepy GoPros, grown men with GoPros tracking cross country <laughs> race. Uh, it just, happens just it happens one time. Live in race update, no big deal, right? Happens one time, then they go to jail. Like we, nobody's watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, bye.